My name is Steve. And I'm Tyler. We're getting spooky. We're getting spooky on you this time. It's October. It's Spooktober. Well, I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore. But you can't. <laughs> you can't. But I'm going to allow it. It's October and it's spooky. We can do, I can do that. I can allow anything. Yeah, yeah no, that's fine. Look, thank Master you. Master of my domain. <laughs> we, uh, look, last week, last couple weeks for us has been knee deep in Fred Durst's pants. Yeah, dick deep. Dick so deep much Fred Durst. So much Woodstock '99 that this week we wanted to just, you know, lighten the load, get a little spooky for you. And uh, yeah, it's October, Halloween. So today, <laughs> folks, we are giving you the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. A history. I ate a monster roast earlier today, and I'm feeling sleepy. And this isn't so much a history. <laughs> In fact, it's not at all. <laughs> it's not about, It's the exact opposite. We're not actually going to talk about it at all. We are going to look at the Monster Mash, and turns out that there is actually a little bit of conspiracy and lies. Deception. Within the song itself. But we're going to, if you didn't, I didn't know this. You didn't know this, right? Mm. Uh, there's all these follow-up songs. There's like five follow-ups no to idea. the Monster Mash. Different types of uh, mashes, different dances. Lots of different monster action, and they're all pretty much the same song at the heart of it. He's really going for the... Uh, he's, got a, he's got a formula, and he's sticking to it. What's the guy's name again? What's this guy? Dr. Leo Carpazzi? Bobby Pickett. Bobby Pickett. Is the name. So Bobby Pickett... His name then became sort of Bobby Boris Pickett or Bobby Boris Karloff Pickett. Yeah, and a note, uh, and a nod to Boris Karloff and his clear impression of what the entire song is just a Boris Karloff impression. Yeah, so let's let's start at the beginning with the Monster Mash. I'm sure you all know the song. We've heard it a zillion fucking times. It's, it's, a it's so spooky. Song about a bunch of monsters dancing around. Monster Mash scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And as a kid, you don't even really know what it is. You're just like, it sounds like a spooky guy, like a Dracula singing it. And then you're like, shut the fuck up, kid. You don't say a Dracula. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess you can. Now you can. There's a lot of different Draculas. Mm-hmm. A lot of different takes on Dracula. I think Dracula is a singular, right? But Nosferatu, because I'm reading, I'm strangely enough, I'm reading Dracula right now. No. There's a thing called Dracula Daily. Wait, wait, hold on. What? There's a thing called <laughs> Dracula Daily. So the book Dracula is written in a series of like journal entries, and they're all dated. So I found out about this thing like back in like May or April, and it runs. It's a, it's a service you sign up for, and they email you a journal entry on the same day that the journals are released. So this 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 sounds insane. Hold on. So Dracula is like a found footage film? Kinda, yeah. It's like the first... I don't know if it's the first. There might be other ones, books that did this, but... That sounds like fan footage. It's kind of what it is. It's like found journal action. Okay, so you're getting daily Draculas every day? You don't get them every day. You only get them on the days that they're released. So That's not what daily means. I know, but... Right, like that's what I was going to go... Hey man, with. this is a weekly podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> weekly, quote unquote. Um, it's good, it's just like, it's weird because it runs from like May to November 1st or something. So for the there, there were long stretches of this, like weeks at a time where... Like, and the, the editor would say in the email, like, 
side note this is the last entry until like this is like you know june 1st like this is the last entry until june 27th so like hang tight we'll be back they're they're pretty short so i usually read them on my bus like i take two buses to work every day and i take the bus downtown the shorter bus i yeah. read it on that you do take the short bus don't you? i do have very good um usually it's about enough time for me to read the entry just on my way there and then i like play like animal crossing or something on the other bus I playing. I started playing Mario Kart on the phone again. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. You want to start playing? It's a decent game. You, you can't, can't beat me. Yeah, well, that's what everyone thinks because that game is purposely made to like be incredibly easy. <laughs> I don't think you can beat me, buddy. Mm, Too fast. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so Dracula just started like kicking up the pace. So normally, I'm reading them right. Like I said, it doesn't take long. It's like five minutes a day. But like starting like a week ago, the entries <laughs> for per day because all the shit's going down. I've gotten like gigantic and I'm way behind. I'm like a week behind now because I don't have time to read all this shit. But in that, like one of the most recent ones I read, Van Helsing refers to them as Nosferatu or like, like Nosferatu in the Nosferatu's with an S. No, he doesn't pluralize it, but the context of it is pluralized. Like when, when a creature becomes a Nosferatu, that's how I read Van Helsing. This is why I can't read fucking Dracula books, man. And like, People were probably like legitimately scared reading that. And let me tell you, it's not frightening at all. <laughs> and you really see like there are certain aspects of like the vampire lore that are all pulled directly from Dracula. Dracula is like the OG, right? And there are things that are in there that well, did not become part of the lore. And there's also parts of it that are like one-off sentences. Stuff that, that didn't stick. Like, that, stuff that didn't stick. But there's also things that are like really side, like sideways pieces that are like really part of the lore now. Like what? Like, Dracula loved yo-yos. <laughs> he loved yo-yos so much. <laughs> the only way to defeat a Dracula is a yo-yo. No, they, like, do things like, um, like, it was just, like, a throwaway line about them not being allowed to come in unless invited, but the way they describe it is much more, like, complicated. So like Twilight? No, or Anne Rice? Yeah, yeah. I like an Anne Rice vampire. Yeah, I mean... I like a little sex It's pretty sexy. Know? These vampires aren't very sexy in this, I will say that. And to kill it, too, it's not just the steak. They cut off the head. They stuff it with garlic. It's a steak with mashed potatoes. They slice the head off, stuff the mouth with garlic, and then stake the body. So it's a whole other piece that you that's don't like, really that's see. That's like a triple tap. Yeah, yeah. It's Oof. a lot. And the rules are weird. I think there's no, there's no daylight... There's no daylight in it at all. Like daylight hurts them. They still exist during the day, but like only during the night can they like transform and they're more powerful at night. Mm. They also can like control wolves and shit. Like Sorry. they have power over the animals. There's some weird weird things with it. I, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's I like guess you're, it's like I'm, you're making me want to read Dracula, but everything you said before that made me not want to read Dracula. Well, that's the good part about this Dracula Daily thing is like it's such small bits that it's more digestible. Like I'm sure if I was just straight up reading it, I'd be like, this is intolerable and boring. But in this way, you're getting just like little hits of it, so it's like not as overwhelming to have to read all this old timey language that really doesn't age that well. And, like, the characters are just unre- completely unrelatable because they're all just, like, rich English people who are, like, doing nothing with their lives and having their servants do everything. Riding horses. No one's got a job. Getting a shoe shine. Yeah, getting shoe shines. A penny farthing for, for, for Papa. <laughs> okay, so let's pull back the layer of lies 
that lay upon <laughs> that is the monster mash the monster mash <laughs> because we all know the song the monster mash and we know that it is a song called the monster mash ostensibly oh. it's the monster mash but there is no monster mash but it's not the monster mash there is no monster mash well there is the song refers to a monster mash yes and it exists but we're not hearing the song the monster mash we're hearing a song about the monster mash right like you said previously this is a tenacious d tribute scenario this is this is exactly like that the song tribute by tenacious d it's the greatest song in the world but they're just singing a song about that song that's right that song is not the greatest song in the world and that is what we are actually dealing with here with the monster mash and this is a sort of <laughs> conspiracy if you want to call it that surfaced online right around you know 2020 so people had a lot of time oh boy <laughs> They're... I have not heard about this conspiracy at all. I forgot what the show was about for a second. Like, <laughs> what? There's a conspiracy surrounding the Monster Mash? I am unfamiliar well, this is with it. this No, part. no, no. The conspiracy is that the song's not about the Monster Mash. Okay, so someone finally noted that, like, there's the no song... description of the Monster Mash in the Monster Mash. They're just singing about the Monster Mash. Correct. Yeah, that's that's it. That's... <laughs> that, that, should, well, that should be our first t-shirt. Uh... <laughs> Who killed the radio star? And on the back, that's it. That's that's it. Because most of the things we talk about is like the intro, the, the title of the episode is really all we could go on here. Listen, the thing is, is that it surfaced and it came to be known that the Monster Mash is not actually the song The Monster Mash. It's about a song called The Monster Mash. We don't know anything about The Monster Mash, actually. All we know about the monster mash is that one it caught on in a flash and two it was a graveyard smash so this is some whack-ass covid quarantine nonsense <laughs> people so fu- people who don't play video games and have no one else to live with this is the shit that this is what came out of that shit look this is our bread and butter man we i think like 17 of our episodes by the end of the first year are going to be things that happen during quarantine just m- fucking mindless conspiracy quote unquote conspiracy theories so let's back up a little bit OG Monster Mash. So this song came out in 1962, and Bobby Pickett had just gone back from war in Korea. It also, just before we start any of this, it fucking slaps. It definitely slaps. Like we've heard this song a million times, and it holds up. It's great. It it, it went number one immediately, and was on Billboard charts for 14 weeks. I also read that he pitched this song. This is a fucking song. Sung by, like, a Frankenstein man about, like, Dracula dancing around with a wolf man. Yeah, and the mummy? Is the mummy in there? The mummy's in there. Uh, Dracula's son is there. There's a lot of characters. Igor's in it? Who pop up. Igor's a main player. Igor's real, yeah. Igor's a main, Igor be, stays a main player throughout all of this uh, monster quadrilogy. Through all the Monster Mash Chronicles, Igor is there. I think he gets recast at a certain point. With, yeah. Like, a younger, more relevant uh, a hip Igor. He's got he's got a uh, he's got one. Of, he's got a haircut like you. He's got like one yeah, of those yeah. uh, trendy little swooshes going on. Cool. He's got a he's got a cool little beard. You know, <laughs> he starts off as like kind of a nerd. He's balding, yeah. and then they got a hip young like Igor. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dead like me. Speaking of being fucking dead, we watched a video for the Monster Mash Part Two, which I'm not even I'm not gonna spoil any of it because we're going we're going chronologically here, <laughs> but. This fuck, Bobby Pickett, is like 26. He's 24 when he records Monster Mash. 
Yes. Which is, by the way, great. Good for him. Kind of fucked up that you become a one-hit wonder that early with a song like Monster Mash. Well, keep in mind, he's also a veteran from war. Yeah, he's he's lived a life. Maybe that's why he looks like a wretched asshole in that second video from like two years later. He's like 26. <laughs> and he looks like he's... He looks like a Frankenstein. He looks like he's at bare minimum 35. More like 45. He looks old as shit. I encourage you all to YouTube it. Monster Swim? Monster Swim, but you're getting, you're getting ahead of Okay, yeah, I sorry. I said I wasn't going to spoil the name. We'll cut that. So when, That's all cut. When Bobby Pickett came back from Korea, he moved to L.A. to become an actor. That didn't really work out for him, but he also started playing in a cover band. Ironically, he was a, he was a background character in MASH. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it was a cover band. He just started playing in a band. The band was called The Cordials. And mm. one night, they did a cover. I like that name. They did a cover of the song Little Darlin' by The Diamonds. Oh, I love that song. Well, I know you do because I showed it to you before recording. I saw you bobbing your head. Little darling. thing is, is in the middle of this song. Come over and touch my butt. <laughs> Little darling, I just got back from the war. I killed a bunch of beep. Cut for cultural sensitivity issues in 2022. <laughs> the thing with Little Darlin is it has a spoken word interlude in it. That night when the interlude came... He just started scatting. Bob, Bob, Bobby Pickett decided to do the spoken word part as Boris Karloff. He was really good at, at impressions. And Universal Monsters right now... In the 60s, early 60s, Universal yeah. Monsters were big. It's the MCU of the 60s. You know what else was big? Dancing. Dancing. People were doing the twist. Specifically, yeah, specifically like named dances for white people to do with an explicit construction. The twist, there were 17 different versions of the twist that I believe all charted. And I think they all went number one. But a lot, if not number one, they were all high up. And they were all like Christmas twist and like oh. spooky twist. Oh and boy. Twisty twist. God. Twist part two. We thought fucking the 80s were a cultural wasteland. Jesus Christ. Let's not forget the mashed potato. I love the mashed potato. People were doing the mashed potato. No, wait. I love mashed potatoes. I have no idea what the mashed potato is. <laughs> you know the dance. Isn't that, isn't it this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, is an audio podcast. Y'all know the mashed potato. Yeah. You combine those two things, monsters and dancing. Oh. <laughs> Evidently... It, it it's like it's it's a forest fire of dancing white people it's like making an avengers trap song <laughs> yeah it is like that people will fucking eat it up maybe we should be the next bobby pickett i think that's a, I think iron that's man. a great idea iron man captain america iron man captain america little hop little hop iron man <laughs> so captain america. so after this legs. night after this night this performance of the cordials bobby was convinced this is this is the move like we need to do novelty halloween songs <laughs> we gotta lean into this market <laughs> and it actually took them like a year it took him like a year to come around on it but once <laughs> once they actually decided to write the song it took two hours which checks out <laughs> but like also halloween at this point i'm pretty sure that's it's still a relatively new like a new concept not like halloween itself well, but here's like another the... fucking part to the conspiracy man is okay. that monster mash doesn't even take place on Halloween. So it's not a Halloween song. It the, just says one night. Okay. It doesn't say what night it was at all. It could have been any night. Okay, this is true. Could have been a Tuesday. It could have July. been a Tuesday in July. That's right. So it's it's not a, technically not a Halloween song. It's very Halloween themed because we have a lot of our spooky favorites there all yep. enjoying the festivities. Yeah. But yeah, I think like Halloween 
at this point is still like relatively new the concept of like getting dressed up getting candy all of the like well i mean modern ideas of halloween i, I mean from what we just said like mon- monsters were huge universal monsters were huge which is like the foundation of the building blocks for is. horror and halloween and yeah the spooky yeah and these movies had just come out in the last well i mean some of them were were still like 20 30 years before that yeah i think some of them are even like contemporary especially when you get because i'm pretty sure most of them are in like most of them are free use characters because they're like creatures of lore like these specific mummy as depicted in universal pictures is like specifically trademarked well that's emotep that's that's emotep and it actually is boris karloff actually played emotep in like the 1932 mummy i might be wrong on that year but okay emotep emotep <laughs> who's the, that guy what did that guy do after who the, emotep, guy, the, the guy who played emotep in the brandon fraser one yeah yeah did he get another gig or is he just doing like fucking b lit like b movie uh nicholas cage shit you know like where he's the bad guy in some movie where nicholas cage is like in budapest and he's like trying to fucking fight a bunch of terrorists to get his dog back and <laughs> for some reason that guy that played emotep is like just culturally vague enough that he's playing the bad guy and he's like i don't know turkish or moldovan or something and they never say because they don't want to alienate any of the audiences you know it's like it's like the new top gun where they're just fighting the bad guys and there's no specific like country they're fighting in order to have it like go play in China and in Russia and shit and have people still love it. It sounds like that's a good bet, but I've got the answers for you here. Emotep from the 1999 Mummy. It's played by Arnold Vosloo. Wow. Right? Doesn't even ring a bell. <laughs> now, I know this is a podcast. I'm sorry, listeners. You have to Google yourself, but take a look at this man now. Look at him now. He looks great. He looks pretty good. He does not really appear to have been in a whole lot. He has something that came out this year called Silverton Siege. Oh, boy. Check it out. Is that Darkman 2? He was in Darkman 2. Darkman 2. But that's before The Mummy. Is that Darkman 3? He's in Darkman 3. He's in Darkman. Is he Darkman? He might. He's a key player in Darkman. Okay. All right. <laughs> he's also in something called Ludic in 2002. He's back, it appears. Do you think he was just typecast as a mummy? That so... looks... In Ludic, he looks exactly like Emotep. Yeah, definitely. He absolutely looks like Emotep in that... Where is he from? I'm going to guess like, I'm going to guess like he's probably like half English. I feel like if I didn't already know, like I, I know what it is. I look, but if I didn't, I feel like I would have been able to guess this. This it, would have been my is guess. Is he from, is he from like, what's his last name? Vosloo. So I'm going to say like Germanic, Germanic Africa or Germanic Asia or Germ- like, he's like, or, or Argent- Argentinian, Argentinian or like South African. South African. Fuck yeah. I still got it, baby. South African American. Oh, weird. That's a weird mix. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, did he just move to America when the mummy happened? That's why he's <laughs> Well, yeah, it. now he's American. That's, that's how it works. Okay, so they decided to write this fucking these they decided to write Halloween parody songs. So much so that they changed their names to Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crip Kicker Five. Monster Mash was a huge success huge success. The, the Crip Kicker Five? Yeah. This guy's got a fucking thing for ballin' names. The Cordials is a great name. The Crypt- We don't know if he made the... We don't know if he made any of them. I like the Crypt Kicker 5. They're all great names. Pretty great. It was such a big hit that they... Like, even back in the 60s, 
this like go 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 we got to capitalize off of this absolutely make as much money as we can it was happening they followed up the monster mash with monster i think monster motion came first really and monster's holiday oh monster's holiday is bad well, this is the thing is they're all bad monster mash came out this is what you got to keep in mind here is monster mash came out in like i think it was like august <laughs> so, and so then they, they pumped like out six months monster motion and monsters christmas monsters holiday in time for christmas right pretty woke of them to call it monsters holiday it is like they knew they you were know? they were getting ahead of the curve. There's here. a really interesting line in there about Hanukkah that I appreciated. You know what? There isn't, and they explicitly speak about Santa, so it does definitely. They're saying they're going to rob Santa's sleigh or something. <laughs> it is, it's like it is the plan. I, we want we, okay. At all at all uh, transparency, I listened to this Monsters Holiday song once, and from what I got is that we really need to adapt this into some sort of script, <laughs> kind of like a Ocean's Thirteen style. Uh, buddy heist movie where all the monsters are getting together to go rob Santa's sleigh, you know, and like the lead the lead character is is obviously Frankenstein and he's played by George Clooney and he's like going to you know Wolfman Matt Damon and going like I right, we need to do one more job and then there's fucking Ben Affleck Ben Affleck's <laughs> definitely the mummy and he's fully wrapped up in the in the yeah. mummy thing the whole time and all he says is. Boston, Emotep. We should get Emotep in there. He should play the mind. Fuck. So Christmas of 1962, Monsters Holiday comes out. Everyone loves it. It is a song about the monsters trying to carjack Santa and steal all his presents, so they can have presents. Specifically, they list off what they want in the song. I missed uh, that part. Frankenstein wants a tricycle. Dracula wants a uh, new cape. Igor wants a back brace. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Igor and Dracula, kind of on brand. You know, Igor's got a, needs a back brace because his back's really bad. Dracula needs a new cape because he loves capes. He loves Frankenstein capes. wants a tricycle? Where yeah. the fuck is that? Where's the, what's A to B there? Yeah, you know what? Looking at the lyrics, it doesn't... It's an interesting choice, the trike. I thought, like... I guess maybe he tries to rhyme trike with twice. The line before is, They were making a list and checking it twice. Frankenstein wanted a shiny new trike. Oh. A new chain for Yarmish, a brace for Igor's back, a speed shaver for Wolfman. Yarmish? <laughs> a new cape for Drac. Who the fuck is Yar <laughs> Jim Jarmish? So I was hoping you were gonna catch Yarmish. Jim Jarmish is in this. Yarmish is an original character that they decided to No way to create. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, yes. Holy fuck. Yeah, Yarmish isn't anyone, but we can only um deduce that Yarmish is an Easter egg that was slid in. It's an Easter egg related to a Boris Karloff character from the movie Invisible Ray. Invisible Ray? What's his name? Like Johnny Yarmish? Yeah, Yarmish is a reference to a Boris Karloff character in the Invisible Ray. Movie the from Invisible like the Ray. Movie from like the 30s. I have never heard of the Invisible Ray. Yeah, because it was made 100 years ago. Is it like Invisible Man ripoff? No, it's about a Ray. That's invisible. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at this poster. It. Poster looks great. Oh, the poster is actually, actually incredible. Full Boris Karlov. It's got a 67 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 6.5 on IMDb. So probably yeah, not so that that's bad. top notch. Wow. This is a th this movie is a killer's rope. We got fucking Boris Karloff, Bela Lugosi, Francis Drake. Like we got all of the fucking that's spooky horror, bastards. That's horror classics. We sound like real dummies being like, ooh, Invisible Ray. Oh, nah, someone like, loves Invisible Ray. Most you know? people. I, I think most people. 
We should probably name a band Invisible Ray. <laughs> so the monsters are all planning to hijack Santa and take all his presents. But little do they know, jolly old Saint Mick brought some presents for them anyways. He already had the present. He already he's Santa. Of course he, he already did. had he had a trike for Frankenstein. He had a cape for Drac, right? He had that that back brace for Igor. Which let's just like that that right there is just like Igor's got like a pro, Igor's got like issues and he's like all I would like honestly is a back brace because like I, do you guys see me? I just want to feel better. This is my main personality trait. I know. Like if I lose this, can I still hang out with you guys? Am I still a monster guy? Or is it, you know, like is he even a monster or does he just have a bad back? I think I read Frankenstein when I was younger. Good book. Solid book. Better than Dracula. And it's a little fucking weird, but I don't remember Igor being in it or certainly not being like the character that he is portrayed from now on. He's just become that hunch. Yeah, he might be a movie character. I might be wrong. They end up getting all their presents and fucking Merry Christmas like the day is saved. They don't have to fucking murder Santa, evidently. Do you think Monster Mash is part of the reason why everyone thinks Frankenstein's name is Frankenstein? Well, it's Frankenstein. How much is Frankenstein mentioned in the original Monster Mash? Frankenstein, what's gotten into you? My There's dick is hard and vampires I Vampires are mentioned. To screw. Zombies are mentioned. Well, if Igor's in there, Frankenstein's got to be in Wolfman, there. Wolfman, Dracula. Okay. Well, the thing, this is the thing, is that the song is about... Frank, I guess, for, yes, Frankenstein. For No, Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's not in there. Dr. Frankenstein's not. No, that's what I'm saying. But do they call him Frankenstein's monster? They call him Frankenstein. I think they call him Frankenstein. See, that? I think this so might I think be the are, origin of... You are on to something. But what it, the original is about Frankenstein being electrified alive and dancing. And coming up with the, <laughs> the funkiest and freshest dance moves of all time. The and monster he specifically, mash. It, it is in the lore of Monster Mash that he can't speak at this point. That is important for the monster rap. Which we'll get to. This is true. At this point, he's just a dancing machine. Absolutely. So much so that everyone in the fucking Universal Monsters nation comes to this impromptu party with like they didn't have cell phones. Like I don't know. That's that's a whole other fucking conspiracy if you ask me. <laughs> How do these people even know about this party? And it brings up back to the like all the questions that the Monster Mash leaves us with is like at one point Dracula's like. You know, he's pissed that people aren't doing the Transylvania twist anymore. Right. Which, funny enough, becomes a song. Like, way <laughs> later, like in, like, Tooth Okay. So, there's a movie called Spookly the Square Pumpkin. <laughs> spookly? And it looks like can one of those. That? Hold on. Can we say Spookly? I think we can say Spookly. <laughs> we can say whatever we want. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, there's a, there's a song called Spookly the Square Pumpkin. And one of the musical numbers is the Transylvania Twist. Is that a Bobby Pickett jam? Bobby Pickett makes a cameo in it. Bobby Pickett <laughs> is the narrator for Spookly the Square Pumpkin. <laughs> and this is like two days away from his death. Like he's he's on his last last legs here. Rest in peace. And yeah, the, the cover of Spookly the Square Pumpkin looks like one of those like veggie tales, like rip off. Oh, yeah. That does look like veggie third tales. Party anime animated 3D bullshit that's just pumped out for like grandmas to be like Little Susie wanted the SpongeBob. And then there's like a movie called like Bob the Sponge. And he, she's like, that must be the sponge that little Susie wanted. And then buys it. And that's how these like fucking places stay in business. <laughs> or they sell the rights to some streaming service called like Queebdo. 
Quibdo. And it's free, but there's like 75 ads in every commercial break. A lot, I gotta say, a lot of the visual media associated with Bobby Pickett, uh, not good. Not good, no. No, very bad, very bad. A lot of poor animation. Yeah. He looks like trash when he's like 26. Like the some of the best, though, the, the top tier stuff is what we referenced, what you referenced earlier, the video live performance of the Monster Swim. And if we're going to watch anything we've talked about tonight, you're going to want to watch the Monster Swim. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting it's video. It's kind of fucking bizarre. Some woman dressed up like Robin Hood in the beginning. So it, it appears to be Halloween. It's uh, it's Dick Clark. It's a Halloween show, which is like this is like an old this is like a really old like um, Tonight Show type situation. For anyone who doesn't know what this is, it's, yeah. like, it's one of these types of performances, and it's very clear that it's not a live performance, and that there is some lip syncing going on here. Absolutely, it's a solid twenty. 20, 30 seconds at the beginning of this clip of Dick Clark sort of being harassed by teenagers in Halloween costumes, putting like a rubber snake on him, and yeah. he doesn't deal with it very well. It's very uncomfortable to watch. There's some bad Halloween costumes. Then we get into the performance, <laughs> and it is a performance, because Bobby Pickett's, if you'll say anything about this man, the facial expressions that he drops while he's doing his Boris Karloff impersonation, singing about, you know, Igor dancing around and putting on a back brace and stuff. They are something else. He could, he's a, he's a, he's like a old timey Green Goblin. Yeah. He, yeah. Who's that guy? Weird. Um, Uh, Willem Dafoe. He's like Willem Dafoe. He's doing Willem Dafoe level facial expressions. Again, side note, he's like 26 when this happens and he looks like a big old pile of shit. He's dancing dancing <laughs> i don't know if you call it dancing if he's demonstrating what the monster swim is it is so it is it's not good he just has his arms out in front of him and he sort of he's kind of waving you know how around. like you know how like c-3po walks yeah yeah kind it's of kind of like that. like that but you just don't you just stand in place like you yeah. don't move your legs but the way that 3po's arms move when he walks around his feet don't move through that whole performance and in the background is like some sort of squid puppet <laughs> it's like that's a, someone like looks one like of the, it's like a paper mache octopus yeah and alien. a stagehand is just like pulling a cord in time and the, the thing is just like wobbling up and down <laughs> trying to like simulate dancing i guess i don't know it's a fixed cam on bobby and the octopus alien thing and i mean it zooms in on his face but it's never we don't really get there's nothing else going on on set does it ever zoom on his face his haggard looking weird face it's an insane performance the monster swim is pretty much the exact same song as the monster mash except in the lyrics it specifically goes out of its way to say that it is better than the monster mash which is well again It doesn't say that the song is better than Monster Mash. It says that the dance, the dance. is better than the Monster Mash, which we still haven't seen. Yeah. Boris Bobby fucking demonstrates for us the Monster Swim, which again, 3PO. If that's better than the Monster Mash, then the Monster Mash must suck. The Monster Mash appears to be, though, like you need to be electrified in order for it to happen. Because it's specifically in the one part of the song says like everyone's coming over for a jolt or something like that. Oh, so you gotta like take a hit? To get funky, and they need you need. Is a this shock. song about drugs? You gotta get shocked to get funky. You gotta get shocked to get funky. I think Igor was molested. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, like I, I need to like look it up. Like I, I, like I said, I read it when I was like fifteen, and, and I enjoyed it. But I don't know if he was even in the original Frankenstein. Yeah, so there is the lyric: "The ghouls all came from their humble abodes." To get a jolt from my electrodes. So you do need to get electrocuted in order to bust a move. Spooky. 
I can see Tyler's now got the Igor Wikipedia page open. Yeah, so <laughs> he, the main source of like the iconography of him is the Frankenstein film. The character was actually named Fritz in the movie, though. Fritz? Fritz did not originate from the Frankenstein novel, but instead originated from the earliest recorded play adaptation, Presumption, semicolon, or, comma, The Fate of Frankenstein. So, I don't think Igor was in the book, and I'm pretty happy that I remembered that, because my brain is a big old pile of mush. It's a big old piece of monster mash. (laughs) So, I'm excited that I remembered that. Yeah, although Frankenstein had neither a lab assistant nor any association with a character named Igor in the original Mary Shelley novel. So yeah, he's a composite character, based on characters created for the Universal Studios film franchise. So, Bobby may have fucked up here by putting Igor in. I think so. Because Igor seems like he is not fair use. He is a straight up Universal monster property. You can get away with saying Dracula and Frankenstein, even though he should have said Frankenstein's monster and the Wolfman. But he probably had to pay out a big amount of money to Universal because uh, he fucked up by putting Igor in there. Well, I wonder what went on behind the scenes if there was some sort of partnership there. Because Monster Mash became such a like hit and such a success that that's difficult the to say. reason why we all know it. It's in every single movie and Halloween special. So. When researching this too, it, I found out that well, it was said that like they pr- they produced this demo for like every major record label and everyone said no so they must have presented it to a few universal studios associated labels because even back then everyone had their hands in everything so yeah. i mean it's interesting to think of it maybe it was just a time when the world was less litigious and so it didn't really matter and they just kind of let it go i think there were just more holes it was like everything was a big old piece of swiss cheese you know what i mean there are holes all through you could just tunnel through nowadays you gotta yeah, that's solid old cheddar. Where is this metaphor going? What are we in this? Are we Shropshire Blue? We can be the Shropshire. Hmm, interesting. I'm just thinking about cheese. After Monster Swim in 1964, Bobby goes, not quiet. There's lots of releases, especially like spooky monster compilations. He's probably just touring casinos playing the monster mash like seven times a night at a certain point and like you said like where he's releasing these albums that have songs on them called like transylvania twist part two and other spooky themed songs but not other mashes per se he must just be rubbing his hands in september going a payday's coming baby we got three weeks till i can start doing the spooky circuit october in 1985 he reemerges with the monster rap now, the monster rap, again, like I said at the top, Monster Mash fucking slaps. And then Monster Swim and Monster Motion are basically just the Monster Mash with some things changed. Yeah, they're, yeah. You listen to them a couple times and, you, you know, you laugh. But Monster Rap was the biggest surprise for me. Me too. It's I, stuck I, in I my head. I shocked when I found it. It's fucking great. It it, I mean, it's terrible, but like in a, in a great way. It's like one of these early 80s white person rap songs. Yeah, trying to get in on that rap train. And are just horrible. You know what, though? When you stack it up to some of those other songs that are in this category, it's sort of like a lot better. Yeah, this is way better than that, uh, what was it, Joey Ramone's rap album? Dee Dee Ramone. Dee Dee Ramone's rap album. Dee Dee Ramone changed his name to Dee Dee King. Yep. Reborn as a rapper. Yep, and it's fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> release, uh, release of an album, 
that uh, Debbie Harry is actually on, uncredited, mm. which is incredible that she's in there. Wow. Because he has a song called Mashed Potato. He does. Yeah, and Debbie Harry sings in the background. Sings in the background. Interesting. He's, uh, you got to check out Dee Dee King. That's a, whole, that's a whole other fucking thing. That's another episode, maybe. And that is Dee Dee Ramone just like fueled on heroin, and he's like, I'm just going to be a rapper now. We should probably do an episode of just everyone, all of these rap endeavors in the 80s. <laughs> Monster Rap is fucking amazing. Let's get into the plot of Monster Rap. Shock the body. Shock the body body. <laughs> Shock the body. Shock the body body. So what we are dealing with here in Monster Rap is that... Frankenstein is now back under the needle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Experiments mm-hmm. are happening. Shocks are being administrated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It appears Igor has started attending DJ school. Of course. With DJ school, he's learned a lot about rap and rap music. Once Frankenstein, I guess we're calling him Frank, Frankenstein, or Frank, I think he's referred to. Frankie, my boy. Once he awakes, you know, the only thing that he can do at this point... Is spit hot fire. He can't stop rapping. Now... They aren't necessarily great raps. They're not necessarily bad raps. The lyricism leaves something to be desired. I believe in there somewhere there's a uh, one of the classic early 80s, north, east, west, south, something, 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 monster mouth. That's always an old classic of the white people parody. Not even parody rap. You can't even call it parody rap. Just like attempt to jump on no. a wagon train. Yeah, the novelty rap. He does the northwest, east, south thing, which is uh, pretty incredible. But, uh, you know, it's not bad. It's, it's, it's well done, and the, the hook is amazing. Yeah, the hook, as Tyler dropped for y'all, shock the body. Shock the body. Shock the body body. Shock the body body. Shock the body. Shock the body body. Well, because it does get deduced in this song that shocking the body is going to enable the hot fire spitting. Right. And right. that the beats are going to be dropped, because Igor's, Igor can't wait to drop some beats. And I'm that's what you a he's voice. really looking for. Now rap for daddy. Which is a real lyric from the song. <laughs> rap for daddy. And then we get into the verses where Frankenstein starts rapping. He continues going all in with his impressions, yep. I guess. His Frankenstein sounds over like this. Now, did, is, hey, I'm is that him rapping? I think it is. I didn't think it was. I thought they had sourced it out to someone with actual rap skills. I could be wrong, though. It sounded like there was a featuring in there. Because I hope he's, he subcontracted this out because he's if he didn't, he's definitely doing a bit of like African-American affectation. Yeah, a little bit. I really hope that this is a feature in credit. He has multiple, Frankenstein has multiple verses in this song and it is that sort of like, uh, he's like, I got bolts in my neck and a flat top head. I'm eight feet tall and I'm back from the dead. That kind of stuff, right? Great stuff like Except that. Except he sings it all with a fun Frankenstein voice. Yeah, okay. So it's not him rapping, it's Bobby Payne. Bobby Payne, that's a good rap name for the 80s. Who doesn't really appear to have done anything else. Well, I... I think there's a second Bobby Payne on here. I could be wrong, but this seems a little bit more weird. Like Johnny Payne, or sorry, Bobby Payne wrote, Johnny, are you Johnny are you queer? Gina and Revenge of the Nerds? What? Well, Revenge of the Nerds. This is one of those things where a quick cursory Google is not doing enough to... <laughs> For me to understand what the fuck is going on here. Bobby Payne is known for Valley Girl, Lunch Wagon, and Jackass Number 2 as a composer or soundtrack. Oh boy, this is a whole fucking rabbit hole. I don't want to go down. I'm scared. It looks like it's, it just implies that it's Frankenstein. But it doesn't actually say, but I mean, but Yeah, but like the story of the song, it's clearly supposed to be the 
Well, the, the, the monster. The lore, right? This is Monster Mash lore. Let's move to 2004. Oh, boy. This is when it gets sad and weird. And that's right. Bobby Pickett is still releasing Monster Mash songs as late as 2004. And actually, also 2005. Because this is where he releases the Monster Slash and Climate Mash. Now, yes, you heard me. Climate Mash. Now, these songs are <laughs> pretty tricky to find due to... I don't, I don't know. Probably a lot of things. Probably Bobby Pickett being a uh, hundred years old, the internet being what it was in two thousand five. Yep. And you know whoever was involved on the production side of these songs, these songs appear to just be sort of just like rehashes of the original of the Monster Mash. Yep. But there's a political agenda attached now. They yeah, are which really we bashing. don't need that. They're really against the Bush administration, which like back in 2004 and five, you were like, you could, I, you know, you could be like, yeah, if that's what you wanted to do. And like, I guess if you were like, man, I'm so glad that Boris Pickett is releasing hot takes on the Bush <laughs> administration. Like, sure. But now, you know, it's just so outdated and, and so irrelevant. Everything surrounding the Monster Slash and the Climate Mash is 2005 internet so much so that most of it is like gone the monster slash is like next to impossible to find because it was originally and solely hosted on jib jab remember jib jab holy shit yeah that's (laughs) now there is a name i haven't heard in a long time long time yeah and then when i think it just died with with jib jab died with jib jab and climate mash on in 2005 which is on youtube which is like I don't I don't know if I recommend watching this one. No, it kind of makes everything sad. And you know when you played it for me earlier before we started recording, I had a flashback. I remember this being released. Do you? Oh yeah, like I definitely remember that. And it, it's just sad it because on, it's just like you see it on Jib Jab. I probably saw it on. Jib, I think I probably saw it on Newgrounds. <laughs> it's just really strange the decision to. Well, it looks like a, if you if you remember Newgrounds.com or any of those websites like that, it, it looks it's like a weird flash animation video with a bunch of. Uh, Political figure heads, big heads on little bodies, bush heads running around. The song Climate Mash is, again, it's like the Monster Mash. It's a rework. It, it just goes into detail about what the Bush administration is doing to the environment. Yep. Um, you know, oil and all of that. He really, Bobby really took a stand. It's fucking cringy as shit is what it is. <laughs> can, you, can you figure out how old he would be in 2005? Well, he died when he was 69, and so that was like two years later. It's really not he's even like, that old. He's like 67, I think. 65? Yeah, not terribly old, but for, I mean, again, look it, at fucking Monster it's Swim. It's too old for to be releasing Flash animation political hot takes. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's 2005, right? We're just like figuring out, figuring it all out. Yeah, uh, yeah. He figured it out. He figured it out. And then he died. <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> and that unfortunately will be the end of the monster mash saga in terms of like og canon monster mash who knows like i'm sure people other people are making their own mash mash takes we can make an extended mash universe here right? i would love to make an extended mash universe make our own monster mash again songs i still think we should do a mcu trap it's the exact same thing a trap song in the, about the mcu yeah well i want the, the, i guess right if they're but they have to be doing a dance though, right? Yeah. 
There's not. What's like the what's the equivalent of like? I don't know. That's what Thor's got like a hammer. We got the hammer. But like, what's the cultural equivalent in 2022 of like novelty dances? I guess um, they still exist. What are they doing the shuffle? Right? You got the Dougie. You got the Harlem Shake. Do the the nene. There hasn't been one in a while though. Well, maybe we're just missing it, right? Mm. Like what if there's like some sort of boogie out there that we do don't... the repulsor ray? Okay, invisible ray. Invisible. Do we the maybe, invisible uh, ray. Maybe we get some start on TikTok. Mm. Do the invisible ray, and what it is is just people posting pictures of just walls in their house. And music playing over it, and you're doing the invisible ray. <laughs> that is it for our episode on the Monster Mash. I honestly can't believe we did this long on the fuck Monster Mash. It's kind of crazy, yeah. It's, I didn't, I didn't think we'd go this long. I uh, hope everyone's having a spooky October, and that things are as frightening as they can be. Yep. Uh, you want to add to your spooky October existence? Google Sting and Gwen Stefani motorcycle and take a look at that picture. (laughs) It's a weird one. (laughs) It's a super weird one. Is that the picture you showed me before we recorded this? Yeah. Yeah, don't look at that. (laughs) Thank you for listening. You can get in contact with us at WKRSPOD at gmail.com. Who killed Radio Star? (laughs) Pod? I think you left the T out. W-K-T-R-S-P-O-D. W-K-R-S is probably a radio station somewhere it's, in we fucking own it. eastern United States. We are taking it back. It's probably some bullshit, but we're taking it back. And we are sl- we're slowly building a fucking army of, uh, like, were you watching Lord of the Rings? Hey, you, I, listeners, everyone, you right? Mm-hmm. I see the orc army is being built, right? You're all orcs. I'm an orc. Tyler's <laughs> an orc. Uh, every time I see a sword and it glows blue, I get pretty scared. We will rise. That's not even fucking in this show, man. You think this show has stuff like that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not caught up. But I just want to say one thing before we leave. Hey, um, Waukegan, Illinois. Hey, Waukegan, Illinois. WKRS 1220 AM Spanish sports radio station. <laughs> We're coming after you. Fuck you. We're coming. We're taking it back, baby. WKRS is ours. <laughs> I may not habla espanol. I don't care about your uh, checks notes. Chicago White Sox Spanish broadcast. I don't give a shit. You tell Ozzy Gian I'm coming for him. Thank you for listening, and we will be back next week. Mm-hmm.